In part one of our two-part series on Ray Rivera, we discussed his disappearance, his death, and the police's theories of how he died. In part two, we will hear the medical examiner's findings and hear theories from the community. And of course, we will look at Ray's mysterious note that has left investigators clueless to this day. I'm Jake. And I'm Wes. Welcome to the Halftownless Podcast. Alright, so, uh, yeah, welcome back everybody to the Halftownless Podcast. How are you doing today, Wes? I'm hungry. You're hungry. Yeah, I can tell. He's uh, he's currently eating. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> like, oh my god, he's he's eating like a protein bar. So he's I don't just, like it. Uh, no, I it looks terrible. I mean, you you take like three minutes in between each bite, and there's just like, like we were gonna start recording, and he just he's just like, mm 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 mm. It's chewy. It's very yeah yeah. You're you seem to be struggling with it. You you dumb horse. Anyway, um, I said horse by the way, like the animal, not. Yeah, not whore. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, I had an eventful day. You want to hear about the final? Yeah, I yeah. do. Okay, so I wake up at like seven forty-five and I am exhausted, and because uh, I got like three hours of sleep. Yeah. For and reference, this is not like a week later when I'm posting this. This is the next day. This isn't even ten hours later. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I, I. I, I go and I, I sign on to Zoom, right? And and she sends us all the link and she puts us in these breakout rooms with like a group of three other people, right? Mm-hmm. It's like an escape room type thing over Zoom. It's like you have to solve puzzles. So the 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 like the setup is a like an evil criminal called the Puzzler has kidnapped astronomers and taken them hostage, and you have to solve astronomy based puzzles. Which admittedly is like the least boring way they could do a final. Why the fuck did I not have people like that? What is what? <laughs> the thing, That's the thing is, the thing is, so we're doing this, and it like it's basically just questions like, what's this phase of the moon? What what phase of the moon comes like two weeks after this? I'm exhausted. Waning. I'm sleep deprived. Waning, Wait, waning what was <laughs> waning what? Um, Don't ask me. So we and we're allowed to use Google too. Yeah. Okay, like, so, we straight up Googled some stuff. It was so like, this lady was like, you know, I want to teach on the college she's level. She's the teaching assistant. But I don't... The, the teacher is a, a, a guy, and he's 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 interesting. He So he, he his system for, like, explaining grades, he's like, when, when we start the semester, he's like, you guys won't be competing with each other. There won't be a curve. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to get badges. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. So if you get, like a 50 or a 60 you get like a an explorer badge or like a trainee badge and then you get like an explorer and explainer based on like explainer's the best one you can get right so i'm sitting here and i'm like so just give us a's and don't curve dude and he's like yeah but now you no one will be competing with each other it'll just because i think what he didn't like was that in a curve one person who does really well can screw everyone else which the teacher can just work around but for some reason, he decided to way overcompensate and do, like, badges, which make no sense. I don't even understand how they... I don't know what grade I have in this He's class. He's trying <laughs> to make it fun, Jake. God, fucking buzzkill over yeah. here. So anyway, we're doing these puzzles, and, like, I'm the one doing a lot of the work in the group because I was just like, I want to get this over with. I want to be done. And I'm I want to go back free. to sleep. I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so I... We're doing these, and, like, after a while, we stopped hearing about the hostages, and I got a little worried. I was like, I was like, 
There is no way this professor has the balls to kill off these fake astronomers. No way. I'm like, guys, I'm getting a little worried. <coughs> Meanwhile, in the group, we're just like, we're kind of fucking around a little bit. We're just like doing that. We're doing the assignment. We were one of the first groups to finish. And by the time we got done, it, like, it was like, you've defeated the puzzler. The, the astronomers are now free to go and explore the universe. And I'm like... So they're going to go back to astronomy after all? They just got fucking kidnapped by someone who went apeshit when they didn't get an explainer badge. And, like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, what? Is, first off, what is the puzzler's supervillain origin story? <laughs> and second off, like, who would go back to a job like that? Dedication to the craft, Jake. <laughs> this is why we are doing a podcast 10 hours after the uh, the last one, because we're dedicated. We're dedicated, yeah, exactly. We are it's, actually. It's probably closer to twelve hours after the last one because we finished around three. Oh yeah, fair yeah. enough. You want to hear about my really eventful night and morning? Sure, sure. I slept. Oh, you mm-hmm. lucky bastard! Yep. I went back to sleep after that test. <clears throat> I I like there was like a a brief two paragraph written thing for like the individual portion of the final. I wrote that <clears throat> and I was like, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. And I, I didn't wake up till like 12. I got really upset because I didn't fall asleep till late. And if I, uh, I... I like being awake in the morning. I'd rather wake up at 5.30 in the morning than go to bed at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. So seeing seeing the light come through the windows, I'm like, oh, fuck. Not again. That is the I, worst. It is the absolute worst. The worst. I am too much of a morning person for that. Fuck that. It sucks. But we're here. There's nothing else we can do about it. And... I was a bit of an asshole yesterday. You were an asshole. You left me on a cliffhanger, you monster. I That was, like, I, it didn't even occur to me to end it there. But as it left my mouth, I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're evil. You're like, this is how I'm going to torture Jake. Absolutely. I, I, I told you. I was foaming at the mouth. I was <laughs> in the middle of my test. And everyone's like, dude, we got hostages to save. You need to chill the fuck out. And you were like, Ray Rivera. Is Ray Rivera one of them? I don't care. Oh, my God. Okay, so... I guess it's time to jump right into it. I'm going to do a little recap for last episode. Um, on May 16th, 2006, Ray Rivera goes missing. Eight days later, he's found dead um, in that small portion of the Belvedere. Belvedere. Um, when we talked about it, we made it pretty clear that the BPD, the Baltimore Police Department, fucking Boston. suck. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> they suck. They suck. <clears throat> they, um, they did a fairly shit job about it. And like we said near the end of the episode, a lot of it just has to do with they wanted to call it suicide and just be done with it. Apparently, that was kind of just their idea of it from the from the start. This is suicide. We're not gonna worry too much about it. Unbelievable. Um, never say never. With <laughs> with what we talked about yesterday, I was already confident. It's obviously foul play. With what we're gonna talk about today. I'm fairly certain I'm going to give you a, a a a very good idea on how Ray Rivera might have died. Interesting. Interesting. That's some confidence <laughs> I don't usually see from you, Wes. Yep. And and uh, I might be wrong, but at, at least when Wes, I was reading it. Be honest with me. Is a helicopter involved? Possibly. It depends on what you subscribe to, it's, okay? Dude, I'm already telling you it's a fucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, the idea left my mouth and I wasn't immediately shamed for it and now it's out of control. That's what happened. Dude, I'm, like, I'm not kidding. When, when I was reading this, watching the show, I was like, was there a fucking helicopter? And then when I was looking at theories, like every time someone from Reddit would come into the picture, it's, 
is anybody looking at helicopters? <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> did anybody did anybody check for a helicopter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, because apparently the people in the Belvedere sleep like fucking like yeah. bricks. My God. Well, like we said, it seemed so. It just to me, it's so unfeasible that a guy who's six five, two sixty, falls at least eleven stories if we're if he's coming off the Belvedere and. No one hears that. Yeah, I think no that's, one sees I think that's that. absolutely preposterous. And I don't. It's I don't not just the hotel. It's the area as well. Is a very very busy. Yeah, cold someone had to have heard something. Yeah, it just doesn't make much sense to me. And uh, hopefully we get some answers in this part. So where we left off, the police they were just after it was about seven to eight days when all the news started to die down about it. They just wanted to be done with it. They wanted to clean it up. They said suicide. They that was when they publicly announced it. Which, as we know, they were already leaning that way the whole time. So Ray's wife, Allison, who is the absolute fucking goat of this whole yeah, story. Yeah, Allison's on top she, of things. She does not take shit at all throughout this. She's she's like, I'm going to speak to the medical examiner. She does. And the sentence we left off was, the medical examiner closed the door and said, quote, I know what they're trying to do. We are not closing this case. What a hero. Yep. What a hero. Absolute. I told you yesterday, I fully believe the medical examiner did a good job, and I think that they obviously were more competent than the police. Yeah, which is weird, because a lot of times, like, when you hear about <coughs> cases like this, the medical medical examiner can be a point of, like, fuck up or Oh, yeah. That's not a word. Yep. But, um... Absolutely. That can be kind of, like, one of the points where, where the <coughs> investigation goes off the rails from a negligent medical examiner or someone or who wasn't, or, didn't look into yeah, something. Someone. Yeah, someone bad. But so, it seems like we had a good one in this case. About halfway through this episode, my information is going to shift from the documentary to articles because mm-hmm. I got to the end of the documentary. I was pretty satisfied. I wanted to go look up a few things just to clean up and get a good ending. And I was introduced to a wave of theories that I wouldn't have even thought about. And so about halfway through, I even have one of the articles pulled up that I want to go through if I need it. Uh-huh. So that's just just for reference. Okay. The beginning yeah. of this is all from the documentary. After that, we're going to articles. Got and every, okay. everybody has these slight differences in their stories from time to time, but the general idea of it is always the same. Okay, got it. <clears throat> so some conflicting information, but generally a, a consensus yeah. on, on the broad strokes. Yeah. Got it. And, okay. and to remember, you know, this was back in 2006. To try and get a detailed timeline is really, really difficult, yeah. especially with, as right now, no visual evidence to capture Ray Rivera at any point that night. So Damn. if we could get any video footage, that would help. But what we do know, the car was parked the night of the 16th into the mor- or into the morning of the 17th. But when the parking attendant got there at the earliest hour um, of their shift, which would be roughly like 5 in the morning, you'd say, yeah. the car was there. So Got it. Okay, so by the way, Wes gave me... An actual S ton of pages this time. Like, yeah. I have so many pages of notes that I'm I'm trying so hard not to look ahead in. Yeah. Um so as I'll... well as last time's notes off to the side here. So Yeah. So don't worry, we're gonna we're just gonna jump into it now. So going back to it, the examiner said that what was not consistent with his fall was the way his shins were broken. Interesting. And I should mention I wrote shins, it's actually his tibia and fibia. We're gonna get back to this. His injuries are 
really, really predominant on his right side and not his left. Which is weird because we thought he would have had to have landed vertically to make the, the hole. The size of the hole. Fit in the hole. He would have had to go vertically. Perfectly vertically. And um, we're going to talk more about his injuries. But when she says shins, I wrote it wrong. It's his shin, his tibia, and his fibia. Okay, got it. So the examiner would not go into detail as to how they would have been broken. Uh, but just claimed it was not consistent and it was unclear. So the medical examiner officially determined Ray's death as undetermined. This is an absolute fucking yeah. This like, is this a, is plopping. You know what I'm saying? He did the arm motion and everything. <laughs> this is the medical this is, examiner. Yeah, this is the telling, medical examiner this, really this dropping a bomb on the case. Exactly. Yeah, this is you. saying to the police, "I don't give a fuck what you say. We're not done." So the case is still officially open at this point because of the medical examiner. Yeah. Uh, the police didn't like that but fuck them they kind of suck as we see so while ray was missing the family searched the house for clues um while searching his office allison found a note that was taped behind the computer we're gonna talk about this note this is easily the most confusing part of this whole case really okay so you're i we're either gonna have to say that this note has like this note is either the most important part of the case, or it doesn't or matter. It's not or it's not just tangential and, and exactly. just a coincidence. I and, got you. And yeah. figuring out which is nearly impossible. So, the note tape behind the computer, um, as Allison said, "quote The note had been compressed into a small piece of paper with small print. When I looked at it, dude, it was like, it was maybe it could probably fit in your hand. Like it was really, really, really small. Interesting. So he had." Print, he had done really small print on like a computer and then printed out and cut it out. And it, it was like almost Weird. like a, Why would he do that? I, I don't. Well, because then he folded it up real small and taped it on the very back of his computer. Almost so, like he wanted someone to find it, but he didn't want anyone to find it too soon. The only person who would have found it is someone going through his house like Allison would. So Interesting. This, that Interesting. Just, that adds a lot of theory to Ray might have known something was going to happen yeah. to him, and therefore... Or potentially, <clears throat> I know we've been clowning on this theory, but it might add some weight to the suicide theory. If he knew he was going to die, there's one of two ways you know you're going to die. I'm about you know to, someone's going to kill you, or... I'm about to disprove that. Okay, just, right, you, th- you think you... Okay, I got it. So, and, and not that that's not a good idea, that's what the police thought first, but when we talk about this note, do not read that yet. I, I'm sorry, I read ahead a little I bit. I know, don't read that yet. The fuck? It, it, trust me. It reads like a manifesto, look, dude. <laughs> look dead head. Stop dude, looking look down. Look dead head. I'm sorry. Stop I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Allison is sure the note was written the day Ray disappeared. We cannot confirm that, but it seems clear to her it was written on the 16th. So... Now I'm going to read the note. You can read now. Okay. The note says, Brothers and sisters, right now, around the world, volcanoes are erupting. What an awesome sight. Whom virtue unites, death will not separate. It's just a very strange and unusual note, dude. This is yeah. like, it is really fucking weird. The note uh, also consists of the names of family members and movie stars. Remember, he was a super big film buff. Yeah. It contains a full list of people he knew, but it also excluded some very significant people in his life. So there, um, and I can pull up the note in a few minutes if we want. There was a list of movies, and they were the ones that, Allison said these ones really stuck with him. These were like movies that he really loved and really found meaning in. Uh-huh. Um, 
And the way that the names of people and stars and movies were combined, like, there was no, it wasn't like they were separated. It was just a list of names and then a list of movies, and it was all mixed together. It was weird. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, it just, everyone, even to this day, are really weird. So, the note continues. I stand before you, a man who understands the purpose and value of our secrets. That is why I cherish them as secrets. It is such a like he was such a good writer. I have to stop you. I was reading that again. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I can't help it. You got to take these away from dude, me. Man. If you want to go in blind, go in blind. <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> so, um, he was a really, really good writer, as we know. So it, it's not a new, like. It's confident to say Ray wrote this. It's yeah, also, yeah. It sounds like it's a little too personal. It sounds like some sort of code. That that's what I think, and we'll get more into that. Interesting. Um, so Allison, this is where it gets even weirder. This is one of the parts where it's like either this is super significant or it's just a fucking coincidence. Those whom virtue unites. So Allison took the first sentence, "Whom virtue unites, death will not separate." Uh, she put it into Google, and the first thing that came up was Freemasons. Wow. I know. So wow. Ap- apparently, if the- anybody has a helicopter, it's the fucking Freemasons, right? man. So we're getting like this is where we get fucking three layers deep in this shit. So Ray had a curiosity for secret societies, so it is possible he was looking um to do a screenplay. Jane Miller, that um the private investigator? No, the, no, she no, was the, she was the, the she was the reporter, yes. the one who got super interested just because the case exactly. was weird. When yeah. she asked around about the note and asked with colleagues it became clear to her, this is a code. I fully believe that. Some people say it is a screenplay. We'll get into the note and theories around it later. But it is a weird it fucking chills, note. It chills, man. It's this not, is so weird. It's not even done. It's not even done. Oh, okay. You went the wrong way. What? Oh. Yes. So, the note continues. That was a well-played game. Congratulations to all who participated. So, again, such particular wording so Ray would often write things down, mostly just random shit. Like he would take notes about anything, his work, his life, just normal stuff. Like he wrote down a lot of stuff to help him remember. Are we living in like an HBO drama series? And this is the aftermath. Like, are we are, did the show, the show's credits roll. The show was about Ray and the the credits rolled. The show's over, but we're just like living in that universe. This sounds crazy. We're not even done, dude. So it finishes. Life is a test to see if you can control your spirit. Take care and enjoy the festivities. It is like, it is just such an odd, I fully, so. I would commit a crime to know what this note meant. I know, right? This is why I fully believe this is somehow cryptid and in code. Like, again, we'll get more into the note later, but some people point to like maybe mental illness, maybe all that, but we no, see, I don't think this, I don't think just cause some guy wrote a code about like movies and movie stars. He likes that. He's mentally ill. And, and again, I like mean, maybe, I think, I don't see why I think we can rule out suicide and later Un- on undoubtedly. So yeah, I, like I am fully confident this was foul play. And so with that idea and some more of the stuff we're going to talk about, I just, I do not see how this is either coincidence or, or mental illness, and we'll get we'll, we'll keep going with it. But uh, the note was sent to the FBI lab, who concluded it is unusual, but to them it was not a suicide note. 
Interesting. Interesting. So one of the main focuses of the case is how it all seemed to be very hurried, like Ray's actions. What really confused investigators is why everything was so rushed. Um, you know, he left food out. He didn't have his Invisalign. He wore flip-flops. The um, family friend, Claudia, said that he just went straight from his desk to the front door and was gone. Um, the phone call itself was brief. And like I said, ended with an exclamation, something like, oh, or oh shit, just some sort of surprise, right? So, when police traced the phone call, it was traced back to Stansberry and Associates. The Stansberry call, and Associates. Now, this is where he worked. This is with his, his high school friend, Porter. Interesting. So, the call came from the switchboard, and that meant they could not track the extension. So, to this day, that caller remains anonymous. It sounds like Porter, though. Now, well, we're, we're not done yet, dude. So, this phone, phone call, I wrote seems to be, but it is obviously pretty critical to this case. It, it's just so hard to believe that it's a coincidence he rushed out and was never seen again. Um, it, like, it caused him to leave in what seems to be almost a panic. So as soon as the body was discovered, Stansberry and Associates put a gag order on all their employees Why? so that none of them could legally speak with the police. What is what is Porter hiding? Within Why out did he want Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just I got to I got to rack my brain here for a second. Why did he want Ray to work with him? This call seems like it came from him or someone who worked for him. We're going to talk about it in a little. We're definitely getting what the back. fuck Dude, is going on with Porter? We, so we're definitely he's, he's a Freemason. And he wanted Ray to work with him so <laughs> Ray could join the Freemasons, and then he took him in a helicopter, broke his shins, and then dropped him through a hole. We're definitely going to get into Porter in a little, but just to continue with him and his associates. So this was within hours of the body being discovered. Porter Stansberry and his associates had lawyered up. Porter would not speak to the police. It made him very suspicious. To this day, he has not spoken with police, investigators, or the media. In fact, I have it in little now, stars. I'm, I'm, I'm usually the type of guy to be like, like you shouldn't have to talk to police. And if you don't want to, that's your choice. Because, uh, frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if the Baltimore police were like, hey, it'd be quicker to just blame this on police. Well, this is why you should always have your lawyer with yeah, you. Yeah, you should always have... But, like, not talking even with Putting a Putting a gag order on all your employees. That's, that's interesting. Doing all this, like, the police had not even listed suspects. Nothing. The body was discovered. Hours later, the entirety of the staff had lawyered up. Wow. So, it, it's in little quotations. Like I said, this part was from the documentary. They even mentioned Porter Stansberry denied request to be interviewed for that documentary. So does he know something? Uh, you, I keep doing You can believe that. We'll look into it. So at the time of Ray's death, he was working as a freelance video uh, videographer for Stansberry. Remember before he had been a news writing a newsletter? Uh -huh. This newsletter was called The Rebound Report. I, I know we didn't get into it, um, but to specify, because it is pretty important. So The Rebound Report was a newsletter that would give stock tips for people to look at and they would quote rebound yeah mm -hmm. so before ray went to work with porter <clears throat> sorry stansbury uh puts out a letter under a firm called pirate investigators 
Um, investigators or investors? Oh, sorry, investors. I apologize. Uh, pirate had investors. Well, it looks like private investigators. It so does, yeah. Pirate that's... investors, um, and that, that to them it like totes the investment of a Russian firm that's going to discover fucking uranium or something, right? Uh-huh. The tip does not work out, and investors complained. The uh, SEC filed fraud charges against Stanberry, and he and his associates had to pay over a million dollars. Uh oh! So financial fraud—that's yeah. that's a big no-no. So <laughs> I've also I've also seen it in a couple different articles. It is not confirmed as of far as far as I could tell. It was sort of like one person saying this and another saying that. It is completely possible Porter and uh, his associates had been um, had been fined multiple times for, for for fraud interesting so interesting it just seems to be a real reoccurring thing that this this company sounds shady as shit absolutely well porter himself it almost feels like he's it almost feels like he has a gambling addiction where he just he's like this one's gonna pay out this one's gonna work so he puts everything out there and that Dude. doesn't and it comes back to bite him in the ass Maybe we should dedicate our lives to taking down Stanford. Right? So, part of Ray's... Jake, be careful. Sorry, sorry. We're not that far from Baltimore. Sorry, I'm sorry. We might get picked up by some Freemasons (laughs) in a helicopter. All right, there's there's an airport not far from here, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) So, part of Ray's involvement uh, when starting at Stansbury was it was to clean up Porter's reputation. So, we don't know if this was the exact, like, real reason Porter wanted him there, I'm starting to believe it was after going yeah, through everything. Yeah, it sounds like it. Like, it's nice to work with your friend, but it but seems Think pretty... about it. Think about it if you're Porter, right? Who do you trust to clean up your reputation more than, like, a trusted friend? And especially one who is, who is so good with yeah, writing and, and such a good... one who's good with writing and the type of person to, like, investigate some highly intelligent. Like, yeah. if I were... If, if it were me, I'd have chosen him, too, but, like... Absolutely. Ray's just... He was a very smart and charismatic guy, so to have someone come in and... And, and this guy especially be like, yeah, Porter's a good dude. You know, I've been... I've known him for years. Like, he... I mean, Ray is, like, the ideal witness for Porter here throughout yeah. the entire Yeah, he's a real good character witness. Yeah. So, um, Allison says that about two weeks before he died, something was bothering Ray. She thought nothing of it. Until the day Ray went missing. This is where, to me, the final wrench in our information on the timeline is just another piece of what the fuck information. Got it. Okay. So, May 15th, 2006. This is the day before he went missing. At around 1 a.m., which technically would be May 16th, but they, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The night before. So, at 1 a.m. on the 16th, the house alarm went off. Police wrote this off as an animal. Um, There didn't seem to be any real reasoning behind it, but when Allison talked about it, she mentions that when the alarm went off, she had kind of, she, like, gotten up and had moved out of the bedroom before... Before Ray had, uh-huh. Ray came flying around the corner with a baseball bat, and like I say, he's a big dude. He's imposing. I sure as hell wouldn't want to break into yeah, that house. Yeah, I wouldn't want to break into that house either. She said, and I'm 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 paraphrasing here, but it was her words that the fear in his eyes really scared her because she had never seen him this scared. Interesting. And like I understand your house. What ha- the fuck I, is happening? Like I understand your house is potentially being broken into, but she even like iterates. It was really weird he was that that's, on edge. Like, he wow. was almost shaking, and that's just not and Ray. It, wow. Interesting. So, it's not done. And then, 
1 a.m. the next night, the alarm goes off again. This time, a first floor window had been tampered with. So, who's trying to get into their fucking house? And did they did they kill Ray? And did they succeed into getting into that house? And that's so, why he was hiding the note. Well, my, what I wonder what is, fuck? and and I, I was gonna wait a minute, but th- that's a good point. So what I think is is that since this is the day he died, this one am I think the day before, they had someone break in. Ray writes this note. He tapes it behind his desk because he is so sure somebody is going to get in that house. I also fully believe that if whoever was breaking in had gotten in, Ray and his wife would have been killed. I, I stand by that. I wow. think I think that if someone was really trying to get in his house at 1 in the morning and tried the next night as well, I think it, it most likely would have ended with somebody So what did he killed. have in his house? Why would they come or, to his house? Or what did he know? Right, but... Didn't you say that Tuesday it went off again? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that evening Ray left. So he was still in the house at the time. Yeah, yeah sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. It I'm was sorry. that morning. I apologize. So it was Tuesday at 1 a.m. Um, yeah, it is just really, really confusing. This, um, Allison and, and I both believe that this is connected to his death. I, it's, I, it feels like a huge coincidence not to be connected. You can't you can't say it's like, oh, it's an animal or a squirrel like the police said. Because when she was showing how the house was back then, there's this big uh, rose bush where it would have been now. Uh-huh. But originally, it, it was just, you could walk right up to the window, and the window had obviously been fucked with. Got it, okay. So, um, that evening, Ray left his house, and he was never seen again. And so if you just, if you believe in coincidences, which I do not in this case, uh, you could say, okay, it was something, it was this. I adamantly believe that someone was trying to get in and most likely had malicious intent. What the hell is going on in Baltimore? Yep. So a few weeks after Ray's death, and this is where we're getting to the end of the documentary episode. It was only an hour, so they couldn't compile everything in it. But this kind of hurts because a few weeks after Ray's death, Detective Bear was reassigned off of Ray's case. This meant that the one homicide detective in Baltimore who believed this was not suicide was no longer on the case. This left the Rivera family with no answers, and Ray's case has gone cold. So... Like I said, in 2020, the Netflix docuseries Unsolved Mysteries debuted with this episode, uh, Mystery on the Rooftop, which kind of revived the public memory of his case. It's unclear if any progress has been made since then, but it brings hope to the family. So when I say progress, I mean kind of legally. The theories, they have really been pushed forward into the woodwork again, and I'm very glad because some of these theories I think are really, really good, and some are kind of weird. But no matter what, this is the part we're going to get into the theories. Okay. All right. So number one is the Freemasons. There was not yeah. a lot I could get on the Freemasons. And also, I don't know if they're... If you believed in it, it's kind of hard to believe in it now, in my opinion. Oh, I have an alarm going off. I'm sorry. It's I'm fine. I couldn't hear it over this. So a, uh, a representative at the local Maryland Lodge confirmed that Ray inquired about membership on the day of his death. They did not recall anything unusual about the conversation, uh, and shortly before his death, Rivera was also reading books relating to masonry, such as The Builders. Interesting. Um, it just adds more confusion, and and his wife described a growing paranoia in Ray. When the alarm in his house went off, I put it again, he was unusually anxious, and the, quote, the fear in his eyes is something I'll never forget. It's just, 
it, there was something going on, and some people point to Freemasons, some don't. Um, this is something that I read in an article that I couldn't confirm, but I put it in here just to just because it was there, and it seemed to come from a, a reliable source. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was an alleged encounter with an unknown man in a park that left Ray, quote, visibly distraught. I don't know what that was. I don't know if that's true. Allegedly, this happened. That's why I put allegedly. Um, it also mentions that raised items uh, looking as though they were placed next to the hole. These are just little notes I've been putting to make sure I yeah, get. But basically, when we talk about Freemasons, it doesn't really seem like there was much going on there besides maybe Ray was inquiring. If there's something deeper, we don't know about that. And most likely, if there's a connection to his killer... That would probably come through Stansberry or at least through Ray's You know what death. it sounds like? It sounds <laughs> like Stansberry's a Freemason. That's what I was wondering. You know, the only way to find this out is if I go and join the Freemasons. That's a great idea. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll report back. Yep. We can't put this up until after they've, I've already joined and figured it out, though, because if yeah. they find out I'm coming to spy on them, they'll, well, they'll <laughs> kill me. <laughs> You've got two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And in that time, I suggest buying a parachute. So, um, theory number two, this is the one I subscribe to, is a car accident. Interesting. Now, car accident or being hit by a car. So, this is that Ray Rivera sustained his injuries from being hit by a car. So, this comes from that other podcast. You're reading ahead again. Sorry. <laughs> this sorry. comes from that, can't stop. <laughs> that other podcast. I don't remember the name, but when they talked about it, and I have the article here, the article's name... If Ray Rivera jumped off a building, why are his injuries more consistent with being hit by a car? And when I read that, I was like, how the fuck can you prove that? Yeah. But then, let's go over it. Ray Rivera had injuries all over the right side, none on his left. They talk about it. He had no injuries to his arms. Mm-hmm. If Ray had fallen from 11 stories, even if he had he put his arms... vertically Even still. if he had put his arms penciled to his side or across his chest... You're going to see some injury. Yeah. There should have been lacerations and bruises all over his arms. At least, to the very minimum, he should have had broken bones. There was none. So, again, I have more of his injuries down here. But through what they said, I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm just going to call her Marie, is a medical illustrator. So she creates an image depicting the victim's injuries. Is that a V? Uh, No, it's a U. Dauenheimer? Dauenheimer, yeah. Sounds like Dauenheimer. Okay. Well, um, she creates these sort of 3D images. Depicting injuries? yeah, Yeah, yeah. So I actually, like, that's what this would look like. That's what his injuries... Holy shit, his right side got fucked. Exactly. Or, sorry, it was his... Was that his left or right? Cause it, it looks like it's the left. It's his left. I just... I saw it on the right side, and I... No, no, it is his right, because that... Is yeah. that him turned around? Yeah, no, he's facing towards us. Okay, so then it's his left. Either way, Ray was fucked up on one side and not the other. So it just... She mentions the uh, the tibia and the fibia fractures, and that, that would have been inconsistent with the fall. Uh-huh. You just, like... In my head, originally, I thought, oh, well, yeah, you must go on feet first to break those two bones. But she's right. If you smack feet first into a metal roof, you're breaking every bone in your leg. Yeah. In both of them. Yeah. You are... I, I, I also think that hole is way too small. Uh, you're going to smack your arms around. Your, your, your head's going to be fucking mush. Like, he had one fracture on the back of his skull. Either way, it just... It seems so fucking weird... That he would have all this... If he had all that damage on his right and he did fall, should have been a bigger hole. It should have been clear as day he fell from a tall a, a tall structure onto his right side. Um, 
So these, along with the rest of his injuries, were pretty severe. His injuries in total were very extensive. Um, and Maria took the autopsy reports and created an illustration involving his many fractures. So she did with this with both his internal and external injuries. Obviously, she's not going to show the externals, but she does state them. Yeah. So um, she does not, again, she's also does not think that Ray went through a hole, that hole in the roof. She focuses a lot on how his injuries were on one side. There were um, no fractures to the left leg or pelvis, which again, like that's another one. That's your, from, from your hips to your tailbone. If you're smacking into the ground, you're breaking all of that. Yeah. So uh, with deaths involving people who fell from scaffolding and tall structures, you're always going to see these injuries. And um, she, she has done, you know, inquiries on people who have fallen before. So she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. And one of the biggest things she says, they would be bilateral. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, <clears throat> even if you, even if you, like, land, like, on one leg first somehow, despite the fact that we determined he probably would have gone vertically through. Yeah. I mean, if you subscribe to the fall theory, you've got a lot of, like, weird stuff that just doesn't add up. It, it is harder to say he fell from a higher structure than to say that hole was there by coincidence. Yeah. I th- and I, I, think... I don't believe in coincidences. Like, that's one of those where I'm just like, holy fuck, this may be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. A really good cover-up. So to take a more in-depth look at Ray's injuries, uh, we've pulled up his charts. So I'm going to go through his injuries, which with his chest, his sternum, uh, clavicle, and ribs were fractured. His right leg had compound fractures of the tibia and fibia. His head had a scalp hemorrhage, cranial fractures, and facial fractures. Uh Um, His neck had a hemorrhage of the muscles. And internal injuries include um, heart lacerations, lung lacerations, contusions. um, Sorry, lung lacerations and contusions, liver lacerations, and pelvic fracture. Interesting. Maria says he was hit by a car. There's also some of these injuries that point to being beaten. Wow. Like facial fractures yeah. and these sort of laceration and hemorrhages in internally. Being hit by a car is obviously going to cause stuff like that, but... What if he was hit by the car and the person got out and just... Exactly. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's almost okay. like he had... It, some of these, you can't prove it, but it really seems like some of this might have been he was beaten as well. Or, like, dropped on his right side from a helicopter. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't want to look like an idiot for saying helicopter earlier. You're That's not. all. You didn't have all the information, Jake. It's okay. So this leaves a big. <laughs> so this leaves a big mystery as to how Ray ended up in the conference room. Like we mentioned earlier, the placement of the hole, along with its size, seems almost impossible. He's also quite. Uh, it's also quite unusual that there aren't any real prominent injuries to his arms, like we mentioned. Um, he would have had to fall in header feet first, and I know I keep going back to it, but it just, it does not, it doesn't line up. An 11-story fall, and yeah, this is I all mean, we're seeing? All If all you're seeing is his uh, scalp hemorrhaging. <coughs> and it just doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for him to land on his head. Very small. The hole was like... He barely would have been able to fit with his shoulders, because he's, he's a big yeah, dude. Yeah, he's 6'5", and he's like... 260 pounds. 260, yeah. very muscular, strong, broad uh, shoulders. That's what they they sort of go back to it. Although you can't prove it because we can't, like, line his body up. You talk about Michael Bear saying he could barely fit through that. He was nowhere near race yeah, size. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't believe he went through that hole. I don't. So 
Maria thinks a majority of his injuries, and uh, especially his head and neck, look as though he was beaten. So if you take a blunt object and you hit someone the way um, you would, like if you were trying to beat them down or if they were already down, that's where you get some of these injuries, like the hemorrhages in his neck and the skull fractures and lacerations. So Maria is fairly critical on how Baltimore PD investigated this case. In fact, so, yeah. <laughs> it is through her and this podcast I realized how badly they fucked up and how little information they actually gathered from the start. If they had gathered more, if we had more information, it would have been so much more clear as to how he got in the hole and if he really went through there. And the only information I have onto where his body was in the conference room was from this concierge. Um, what's, what was his fucking name again? Oh, hold um, on, something. Yeah, Silvers. Basically, and, and I go it back was, to it was Slivers. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Basically, it, it's because of him that um, was it Gary Slivers. Yeah. Right. Anyway. It's I'll, be- I'll look. I'll look while you... Oh, wait, no, no, there it is. Gary Shivers. Gary Shivers. Sh- is it Shivers? Slivers. It's Shivers, yeah. <clears throat> so, Gary Shivers, Um, this guy, when he... Get him dis- a jacket. What? Get him a jacket? Stop. <laughs> he, he shivers. Stop. <laughs> this guy's a fucking... This guy's a podcast I'm a hero, Jake. I'm a menace. I'm sorry. So, um, when he describes finding Ray and, and going in that room... He said he was kind of off there to his left. So when I sort of looked at the pictures, it's almost like you have the hole that's pretty pretty close to where you walk in the door, and then his body was not that far over to the side. Which, frankly, you would kind of expect if he were to clear that 45-foot gap, <clears throat> there'd be some sort of like lateral velocity. But again... Well, I don't know if it would be enough to get him that far, but maybe he like... Bounce. But that's all just speculation. This on is my all speculation. Part. I and can't if he tell landed you. perfectly vertically, <clears throat> this is another wag, but um I mean it might line up, maybe, but I feel like the hole would definitely be bigger. It's just it, it And the injuries don't seem it, to it really up. sucks when you talk about how little they the, the police fucking took because they were so immediate to say, yeah, he, he jumped. Um and that does take us to Theory number three, and that is suicide. And predominantly, this comes from Ray's note. Again, when people go to back to his note, I want to stress that the FBI lab says it is not a suicide note, yet people are adamant that that is part of it. That he obviously had mental illness, and therefore he jumped. Obviously had mental... Why? I don't see, I don't see mental illness in that. I note. don't either. I think people are just, again, I like, think... I mean, he's a filmmaker. How do you know he wasn't just writing a film? Like, I, I feel like that's a much more, like... I, I just don't see people jumping to mental illness for no reason. I think this. it's it's just like the police. I think it's just lazy. I think some it's, people are just really lazy. fucking Gosh, lazy. darn it. So, how, what? How would he have gotten scratch marks, it's, though? They're not scratch, scratch marks. marks. Those are fra- <laughs> fractures. Yeah. <laughs> Lacerations, I know. Lacerations, yeah. Stop. Would you quit it? We're trying to do a podcast here. Sorry. Oh, God, I'm dying. Ah, so, resident fact checkers back for this episode. So, um, we tell. This theory this is, is more. Distractor. You're now making it the. Making. The, this theory is more than <laughs> just a guy jumping from a roof to kill himself. Um, shortly after the Netflix episode on Ray's death, a Reddit user made a connection from Ray's note. Um, and it's to a movie called The Game. This is what everyone talks about when they talk about this note and suicide. They only talk about this this movie, the game, because was that the, the one? 
Oh, God. Was that the, the one? So basically the corporation makes all its employees believe yeah. that they've lost all their money. So, no, I've not seen that. So, and, that... And, and it's so that they go and live their life to the best. But at the end, the main character jumps to his death, apparently. And they jump from a hotel uh, roof through a, sh- a smaller glass roof. So all these people are like, oh, he's obviously recreating the game. And to that, I say, you're a fucking jackass. Yeah. If you believe that, you're dumb. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Whoa. No, I God just... Damn. It, it's, it's that type of... I don't of, know. It's like... It's I, that I, type of laziness and stupidity that has left us with so little information today. It feels it feels like one Reddit <laughs> user's like, um, has the FBI not seen the movie, the exactly. hit movie, the game? Like, it's like, I'm better than the FBI because I've seen the game before. <clears throat> like, yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah. But just because he mentions a game doesn't mean it's the game. Like... Yeah. No, it's it's <laughs> so fucking stupid. And he, he does reference the movie, the game, but again, he references thousands of other movies. Or, you know, all these other movies. He references all these other uh, filmmakers and directors. He references fucking M. Night Shyamalan. Is this the big twist, guys? Is this the fucking... The big, the big twist is aliens this time. Is this guys. unbreakable? Like, Jesus Christ. It's just so dumb well, as long when as it's I look not glass. at it. Yeah, that... Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. So... Just the beast and Bruce Willis pushing each other just <clears throat> aggressively. Until, spoiler alert, Bruce Willis gets drowned in a puzzle puddle like a bitch. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Hey, it's so dumb. M. Night Shyamalan, you have not made a good movie since fucking The Sixth Sense. Whoa! You, you... I like The Visit. Oh, that's right. He did do The Visit. Yeah, okay, The, the visit. visit was alright, and Split was alright, but you made Split mental illness look like fucking monstrosity, so you're an asshole for it. Yeah, you didn't. it wasn't necessarily the best representation Best representation of mental illness moon knight no. did it better hashtag go watch moon knight so um <laughs> we're gonna talk about some other theories i'm literally just listing them out and jake look at what number two is look look at that oh my god yes <laughs> sorry you, you, i you i'm, I'm actually behind this time yeah because you just kind of skipped over this because it's a dumb fucking theory and i'm okay, not gonna talk about right. it so um like i said i'm just running through these uh one is that ray was thrown from the belvedere we kind of touched on that it's a 260, bit of, guys. I know. Two, six, six, five. He's 6'5", 260. <clears throat> How do you throw that man 45 feet? It just isn't feasible. You can get six people to try. I still don't think you're going to do I it. Do, I just don't. Because, like, I imagine he was, I, maybe he was dragged. But if he's not fighting back, it's arguably harder. Okay. Like, but also, remember this. He would have had to go through that hole perfectly vertically. Yeah. If you I mean, throw someone off the roof, they're, uh, if, they are, if he's going off the roof unwillingly he's not going at a perfect perfect vertical way he's going most likely head first I don't see him he's having up. injury to his arms it's just it if he make went sense. through that hole it was not from the belvedere exactly. I, I can't see it being from the fully belvedere. agree so we're, that t- brings us number two and although i don't believe it it was that he was thrown or fell from a helicopter this again comes from a couple redditors who <laughs> they I'm smarter than the FBI. <laughs> has, has anyone heard of a helicopter? My dad actually flies helicopters, and, and so... frankly, you could do that with a helicopter. And I, I know I'm making fun of people who thought that theory, but I also thought that theory, but they had all the information before they made that theory. See, that's okay? exactly why I'm making fun of you. Yeah. Um, and I also think if you don't have this car theory or don't know about it, that's probably the best you're going to get is a fucking helicopter. Yeah, frankly. So, and then, um, again, Ray was suffering from mental illness. This mentions the note specifically, but I think that's bullshit. Um, so going... 
I'm sorry, I read ahead and I saw the Redditor's name. <laughs> God damn, that's why I don't, that's why I don't read ahead. So, um, we're going to talk about specifically the note itself here. Um, so, the note, these are theories revolving it, that the note is a speech implying that Ray was aware of his death. I think it's possible as a speech, like, but I also think on top of that, I think it's more coded. It uh, feels definitely coded. Which brings us to number two. His note is a code, so specifically, this Redditor, Quartz Lizard. <laughs> I know, it does not fit in this fucking story. So, uh, they theorize that the entire note is meant to spell help. Uh, I don't know how I would I would love to look through that note and find out how, but I think there's just so much in there. It's really hard to jump there. Others think it's written in a code like uh, Gematria. I've never heard of this. It's a Jewish form of uh, numerolo- uh, fuck. numerology. Thank yeah. you, numerology, in which letters of the Hebrew alphabet are substituted with corresponding numbers. It is possible, but some others think it's not that because of its certain styles. Yeah, it's, and- it didn't... I don't know. It felt like it was... It definitely felt coded, but I don't know about your mob. I fully believe it's coded. I just think it's a different form of code. I honestly think it might be a code of his own, or Ray was really into secret societies. Maybe... He was using something from us, from like the Freemasons or something. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But I still believe it's fully coded. But I agree. I don't think it's this sort of Hebrew version of it. I don't think he would know about that. I, don't I mean, think he, he might have. It. But even then, I it just doesn't. It feels kind of out of character for that to be it. I don't know. It feels. It just it feels just, weird. It just feels to me. weird. It feels like for a stretch. It, to be like, it feels like a bit of a stretch. Yeah. So, um, some think the note is the star of a screenplay. I know we said it. I, I said that offhand because, <clears throat> frankly, I think if this note isn't connected to the movie, to the, uh, the, sorry, death. The, the movie, the death, then it's almost certainly the start of a screenplay or something. Because think about it. He was coming up at the end of that 24 months. That now that's what I agree and with. And he was he might have just he might have had an idea that he was like, look, if this, this isn't working out, we're going to go back. Yep. And he was like, you know. Now, people say this and I agree, like, the end of the 24 months, he was, he loved screenwriting, all that. The only thing that I really struggle with there is the way it was hidden, the way it was shrunk down yeah. to such small print, hidden behind his computer, and the fact that it's almost clear to people that it was written the day of or the day before he died. Yeah, that's that's what that's what throws me off with the whole <clears throat> writing it off as just a note. Yep. I, like, I don't know, it feels, it, it feel, why would you hide it? <clears throat> It just doesn't make much sense to me, but um, some people say that's what it is, and I can't I can't disprove it. And uh, our last theory with it is it's just a note. I don't believe that, but it is po- fully possible it's just a fucking note. I don't agree with that, but some people have said it. Um, and just to loosely touch on theory number four, revolving his death, and just unspecified foul play... Not that I have much to add there. I just knew I'd, I remembered I didn't add it beforehand. And if if anybody has an answer to how he died that isn't from the Belvedere or from a car, that's kind of what this is. Yeah. Okay. I would be open to hearing any of it. I I just think that, you know, to put it here, um, just uh, put it out there that there are other theories, just ones I have not gotten to. And so, um... <sighs> So, there's one more theory that I I didn't think we'd have time for, but 
we might have a chance to touch on it real quick. And that's from this guy named Dave Troy. I don't know how much of Dave Troy's stuff I believe. Is that a picture of Ray Rivera? That That's Ray. This is Ray he Rivera. He's a good looking dude. Look at him. He was, but he was also very tall and very strong. Oh, yeah. So, no, like, I can. Sorry, I I shouldn't. Maybe that's a little inappropriate. No, no, not at all, dude, not at all. But, but like you, like you see, Ray. That's just the guy Ray was. He was good he's looking, like he's smiling, dude. He was good looking, intelligent, funny, charismatic, a this good writer. This dude was living up a great life, and that's why when I, don't I hear suicide. when I hear suicide I or mental illness, I am fully against it. I I mean I to. To be clear, we don't think it's impossible to have a good life and also have mental illness Completely or depression agree. or something. No, I know. No, but it's just, just for no one to know? For for him to have the level of mental illness that would lead to a suicide of that manner and such odd behavior the day of, you, you just, there's nothing that, it's that like, shows. The only way I can see mental illness is if he had a schizophrenic break and no one knew. And that's just impossible. And I just, I just don't see that With how close he was happening. with his family and all that. Yeah, I feel like he would have told somebody. Like, not to say it's impossible, but it's, in yeah, my head, it, just, it is just it is, about it impossible. Just, it just doesn't line up for me. So. I'm, I mean, maybe, like, I just feel like, what, what is, do, do we know what Allison thinks of the mental illness theory? I mean, she, I know she, she said she doesn't fully believe it. is against it. She thinks. I mean, if anyone knows him best, it's going to be Allison. And I know you can pull that, well, no, obviously it wasn't mental illness. But look at all this shit. If you are going to jump to mental illness, you then have to ride all this other stuff off as coincidence. And I can't do that. So what you're looking at here, this is Dave. Uh, this is Dave Troy's network theory. What? So this sort of says that Ray was killed because of his work and because the way it all connects. I mean, if you look at here, you see all these fucking people. Who that, are these people? Well, I mean, look, you got Elon Musk here because this is around the time Elon Musk starts. Um, SpaceX Tesla, and Space Tesla, um, Ray Rivera's here, connected by Porter Stansbury. All of these people and things are connected to Agora Financial Publishing. I did not have time to read up on this. That's why I put if time. But it just, it's a really weird thing. So Agora and the Sovereign Individual is what we're going to touch on real quick. Uh -huh. So it was a, a publishing company founded in 1978 by Bill Bonner and James Dale Davidson, uh, it's around a single financial publication called International Living that would appeal to people who enjoy travel, lucrative investments, and importantly, minimizing their tax bills. So U.S. tax code at the time, even more than now, was a labyrinth of loopholes and shelters such that anyone with significant motivation could find a number of ways to disguise profits as losses and minimize his taxes to near zero. Which is awful absolutely that. but that seems to be where this came this this is like agora's specialty yeah so for the next few decades they just put out different newsletters and products and all these different things that were directed at different audiences um they had one called the strategic investor its editors were bill bonner and dave davidson and a man named William Rees-Mogg. Oh, well, yeah, yeah James Dale. The former editor of the London Times and a member of the House of Lords, that's this guy, William Rees-Mogg. Uh -huh. So they sold him as being connected to MI5. I think that's fucking 
bullshit, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, that doesn't sound like if you're part, sorry, if you're part of MI5 and you're like, oh, I was part of MI, that doesn't, it's, that it's doesn't just, feel, you feel like, it feels like you suck at being a part of MI5. Yeah. So in 96, James Dale Davidson and William Rees Mogg published a book called The Sovereign Individual. And apparently this is a big thing. Predicting the rise of a uh, phenomena such as cryptocurrency. Is this, okay, I'm sorry. Is this guy going to suggest that Ray was killed because of, like, Dogecoin or something? I'm going to no. lose my goddamn mind. He, I think he and, uh, and even Ray's family all believe he was killed over finances. Yeah. But this sort of puts a different spin on it. So this book advised people to start shopping for multiple residencies and looking for jurisdictions that would give them, quote, the best deal in terms of taxes, perks, and other living arrangements. The hardcore libertarian investor Peter Thiel, and now CEO of uh, Palantir. Palantir. It's I've Palantir. It's a, it's a word from, from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Uh, he wrote the foreword for most recent revisions of the book. So this is how Ray fell into the secret world behind Agora and didn't make it out. This is, Ray, this is Dave Troy's quote. I had never heard of Agora. I had no idea. But you look at all these people from fucking Donald Trump to, uh, you know, to Elon Musk. Adnan Khashoggi? All these fucking people, some of which I've never heard of, are somehow, even the CIA for fuck's sake, are connected to with Agora, Agora Financial. What the hell? And there's Ray Rivera through Porter Stansberry. Porter Stansberry is connected to Agora? Directly. Uh, connected like you look at this old branch he is one of the direct connections and then ray through him because mm -hmm. it's through you know william reese mogg that you get all these and through james dale davidson that you get to like the elon musks yeah um so he talks a bit about ray and about um stans not stans very sorry uh james dale davidson and mogg mm -hmm. um but to put it bluntly, this goes back to when the SEC launched an investigation into Pirate Investor, which at the time um, was an Agora newsletter owned and or sorry run by Porter Stansberry. So Agora owned St Stansberry's, which I did not know at the time. Interesting. So the newsletter was issued a stock tip on Russian government. Remember that? Owned company and called it, 10X. Yep, turned out to be bullshit. So, um, now around this time we have. 9-11 scandals, because it's not that long after. You've got all these investigations. Yeah. That's kind of how the CIA is in, is sort of involved. Like, you have all these different people looking into all these connected to Agora. So Ray Rivera and Allison, they arrive in Baltimore, and that's early 2004 is when they kind of get started. So Ray was employed with Stansberry's Agora affiliate Pirate Investor, writing um, investment newsletter called The Rebound Report. So when the SEC ruled against the firm for falsely claiming that a company insider provided a, quote, tip, the company was forced to pay restitution. Again, that is the million-dollar restitution. Um, that's when they changed to Stansberry and Associates Investment Research. That was just, again, to sort of salvage what they have. Yeah. Um, and then uh, in November 2005, Ray and Allison were married in Puerto Rico and that is when they sort of began plans to leave Baltimore. And it's in December that the deaths of Agora's um, colleague's sister and another colleague seem to hit him pretty hard. Interesting. And I don't, Interesting. Like, I don't know where that comes back to. He just made a, a, a note of that. So 
Ray decided to quit writing the rebound report and instead began a video production contractor for another Agora affiliate, the Oxford Club. This is what I mentioned earlier, how he was doing video work. So in, 90, uh, in 86, Missouri Secretary of State Roy Blunt received a mysterious package in the mail containing a, a cassette tape. On the tape, an erudite, good, thank you, uh, sounding man with a British accent explained in nearly 22 minutes of soul-crushing detail <laughs> that Blunt had been selected to join something called the Royal Society of Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. It's so fucking, like, convenient you did German. So, through which he could receive privileged investment and tax avoidance uh, advice. And then Blunt promptly issued the company a <laughs> cease and desist letter. Because it was based in, in Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you cannot do this in Missouri. Fuck Got heads. It. Um, and again, British accent. We've heard, fucking, that's, that's Mog right there. <laughs> Bog, whatever his fucking name is. The MI5 dude. You've been invited to join the Royal Society of Liechtenstein. I feel like he sounds like uh, Churchill to me. He's sort of yelling everything. Um, the company did not cease or desist. <laughs> so Joel Nadel, the society's founder, had launched another scam, um, quote, so preposterous as to defy belief. <laughs> he and a partner, Richard Brown, convinced investors they found a way to convert beach sand in Costa Rica into pure gold. Um no. Oh, dude, the company... People believe this? The company Gold Core had raised a reported <laughs> so dumb. 50 million from oh investors. Oh my god. Many of whom traveled to Costa Rica, Costa Rica to observe the company's uh, process. The SEC was not amused. <laughs> Brown was found dead in August 91. Nadell sold the society's remaining assets to Bill Bonner of Agora. It was re uh, rechristened as the Oxford Club. So, Shit, so this is where he worked doing video stuff. Right? Every single bit of Agora that we have talked about has been riddled with scams, false investments, and a lot of fraud. So it was at the Oxford... How Ox do these people get away with this crap? I don't know. It was at this club that Ray spent his last few months working. So solving uh, the enigma of Ray's death is what he goes to now. He jumps all over the place with the note. Um, sort of everybody's idea of it, whether he was pushed or jumped or somehow murdered. Again, I don't think he went through the roof, and I think, I think he, you know, Dave Troy doesn't really have any information besides that to link to his death. A lot of his stuff comes before his death, and that's what we're trying to focus on. So we're going to talk about the Black Network. In 91, Time Magazine correspondents Jonathan Beatty and uh, S.C. Gwynn called the network associated with the CIA and BCCI the Black Network. Interesting. In research for their book, The Outlaw Bank, A Wild Ride into the Secret Heart of BCCI, they found covert smuggling of drugs, arms, and gold and a global shadow government that operates entirely outside the rule of law. We're talking about some serious yeah, fucking shit right now. Yeah, can you fucking believe this? I don't know. Writer Danny Casalora also found this same network in 1991. He called it the octopus. Um, you know, it's got its tentacles and everything. Yeah. He died of a reported suicide while working on his uh -oh. stories and was reportedly harassed and repeatedly warned to back off. Many people think he died because he was too close to the truth. This sound like anything like we've been talking about? 
Yeah, this sounds really familiar, actually. Yep. So, conceptual artist Mark Lombardi, Lombardi, sorry, also died of reported suicide in March 2000 after pursuing the same networks. His sprawling network maps, much like the ones I created for this article, this that's Dave Troy's quote. Yeah. Um, and I wish I could post a picture of it. It's a really good one. It was based on countless hours of meticulous research. So, in '96, journalist Gary Webb wrote a series called. Dark Alliance for the San Jose Mercury News, which he released in a book form two years later. He was found dead of a suspected suicide in 2004, something because of this. So that is now three people who have openly um, talked about and documented this group in detail dying of a suicide. It's weird. Interesting. So, indeed, it is a trivial exercise to confirm that Beatty, Gwen, Casalora, Lombardi, Webb, and Rivera had stumbled into the same dark network. Well, we don't know that Rivera stumbled into it. It's just if you believe it. If you, but yeah, okay. So, it's, it's, a, but he says it's a trivial exercise to confirm. Exactly. And, and Rivera, he even says, was not really looking to be pulling. He didn't want any part of this. Yeah, so, but maybe he didn't find it at all. Maybe this is all just coincidence. Yeah. Who, I don't necessarily... I don't know if I believe that or not. I'm going to need some time to ruminate on this. Who knows? So, he's going to talk about ties to January 6th. I have not gotten past this part of the article. So, what? this is where we're going to get into some stuff that I have not had chance to look into. So, those who followed my, quote, big history series on the events that led up to January 6th will not be surprised to see that this network connects directly to the Council for National Policy and, the so and to the Sovereign Individual. As we can see, Rivera's network is at the center of a, con a contemporary politics, even the recent run-up of cryptocurrencies. So, he's got this picture of all these people that he's claiming are, they're part of, you know, this guy, Michael Flynn right here. He's claiming that the, this is like some big society guy, uh, or secret society guy. That he's, guy's ugly. Yeah, I know. I was Jack just looking at him. Pasobiec? What an ugly dude. He He's, uh... Sorry, I don't usually make fun of people's physical appearance like that, but I, I feel kind of justified because he seems like an asshole. Well, it seems like these people are part of uh, January 6th stuff. Yeah, Michael Flynn was directly investigated, like, yeah, by Congress. Yeah, <laughs> so um, he just mentions that that guy also seemed to have been a part of this whole network thing. That's cool. Almost seems like he's just trying to tie it back into, yeah, these people are still here today. Um, so... Anyone researching or writing about this network is eventually confronted with the question, is it safe to write about this? Shouldn't you be careful? And indeed, it is the very secrecy and uh, walking on eggshells that keeps these secrets sensitive and seemingly dangerous. So, that's a question. Have people researched this died? Yes. Um, many more have not. You know, even Dave Troy himself. He's, he's talking about this openly. I don't think he's died. So... Uh, yeah. So... You know, it's basically come down to, look, Rivera was directly tied to Stansberry, who was directly tied to, to Agora, Agora Financial. Which is tied to a bunch of other things. Which is directly tied to a lot of really shady shit. Like, it's within two connections with four different people of the CIA. It's within uh, uh, two connections of the Deutsche Bank. It's within two connections of Donald Trump. It's within um, three of three Elon? of Elon Musk. Yeah, and then four of Elon through a different person. It's within two of Newsmax. It, like this is some high level shit right here, and like when you look at that, 
does that not add a little more weight to hey maybe he Ray found something that he found something to. and he was killed through his work. So I've already been know. through this. this, I, this car I feel like this carries more weight than the uh, stonemasons for me. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because I think the only thing they had on the Stonemasons was that he liked secret societies and he applied for membership. Well, let me ask you this. And, like, if we get super conspiracy theory-esque, maybe he wanted protection from the Stonemasons from these people. Well, I was just about to say, what if his, you know, whole thing, like, his big uh, interest in secret societies comes from something he may have stumbled upon yeah. involving the octopus or whatever the hell you want to call it. I like the octopus. I think that's. I think it's a good it. one. It's it good it makes perfect it. sense. It makes perfect sense. It's got hands everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, at the end of the day, we just there's just no uh, there's no real way we can prove whether or not we could ask Elon Musk. Just send him a Twitter DM. Just be like, <laughs> hey, bro, you uh, you part of the octopus, bro? Yo, uh, yo, Elon. Elon, you part of the octopus? Elon, yo. Elon, I promise I'll call you Tony Stark unironically once. once. <laughs> he wants people to think he's Tony Stark so bad. He's so lame. I'm sorry. Fuck you, Elon. I don't like you. Jake. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Say I'm sorry. I, I think sorry, I hear Elon. a helicopter right now, Oh, my Jake. God. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, like, Rivera's Fuck case, it, it has stayed open. And if you believe that there's some big conspiracy behind it, then I think it's safe to say it's always going to be a cold case. Now, if it was something like, so going back to this whole car wreck thing, let's say it was more personal than this whole thing. Maybe it was Porter or someone else. Let's say an individual hit him with his car. Maybe it's on accident. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just want to cover it up for whatever reason. They throw him in this hole. Yeah. What if it was on purpose and he was also beaten? I believe this car theory. This yeah, the car theory makes a lot of sense. The most sense. Frankly, a lot of these theories would work well in concert. Exactly. Know? Like, none of them seem to disprove the other ones except for the suicide theory. Yeah. Which doesn't disprove anything. It just proves that whoever thinks it is dumb. So um, I'm here, sorry, I didn't mean that. No, but here's what, I'm, what I've been thinking a bit is everyone... I said it yesterday. They ruled out theory two because it was the dumbest fucking theory ever. I think he was killed in the parking garage. He could have been killed in the parking garage, but no way he fell off. No, you're right. Yeah. But I think... I think it's because whoever laid that out perfectly, whoever was like, that hole, I'm throwing him in there, I think they hit a fucking gold mine because cops turn around, you look at that parking garage, you're like, no, there's no way, and then you go looking right back to the Belvedere. But I, I think you and I can both easily agree there is no way in but hell. But how'd they get him in the Belvedere is what I want to know. They just dropped him through the hole. I think the hole was already no, there. No, I don't think they dropped him through the hole. How'd they get on the roof of the Belvedere with him then? They didn't. I don't think he went off the roof, is what I'm right, saying. Right, but well, you, you said they dropped him through the hole. They, oh, no, no, I mean, the, I think they went down from the parking garage, mm -hmm. they accessed that small roof, and just dropped him in the hole. I don't think that at all. I think they must have gotten in that room somehow. Because think about it, if they drop him in the hole, why'd he end up to the left of the hole? Well, I can't say he did. Again, that was just what I thought. Well, he said it was to the left of the door when he walked in, to his left. So I don't know if he was to the left of the hole or not. Okay. Again, there's All no right, fucking sorry. diagram. Cause yeah, there, there the should have been a diagram. So what I should diagram. mention is do not uh, – don't let his body placement disprove any of your theories because yeah. we just have no yeah, proof. Yeah, we have no actual but proof that it was where it was. What we know, he was in the room and around the hole, his stuff was placed because none of it was broken. So in my opinion, what I believe happened – 
I believe he was hit by a car. I believe it happened in the parking garage. And I believe he was then moved and dropped in the hole. And someone... What's really fucked up is Allison was in that parking garage. What if he died there and she was just standing in the place where he died and didn't yep. know it? Yep. That's fucked. That's terrible. It um, It's really, really fucked up. But I, I can't disprove it's not about his work, especially with how creepy and, and all this unexplained shit. But... What I can say with my confidence is I do believe, at bare minimum, he was hit by a car. I fully believe it happened in the parking garage because I think it was from there someone noticed the hole, which most likely might have been fucking water damage. Yeah. You don't know. That hole could have been anything. Like, there's no telling how long the hole had been there. There's no telling when the hole had formed. You just, you cannot. God, there's no witnesses in this fucking case and that's just the unfortunate part so i think i think personally someone just kind of dropped him in the hole was like look i think from there you know he's already been hit by a fucking car so it's gonna look like he fell from a tall place that's what the the coroner thought originally so i i just think that's what happened whether he was beat as well i don't know whether the note has any significance i think it's crypt i think it's a code but i don't think you and i are ever gonna get the code I don't think we are either. The note, yeah. Oh, we'll see that here. Yeah, let me see that. See, this is why the guy thinks it's spelled help. Because, like, it, when he... Oh, I mean, maybe, but... That's I, the best I could find. So I think maybe, but I also think that's bullshit because... the So... I'm that gonna, just doesn't... That just doesn't... Like, it, it looks like a bit of a stretch. It, to me, I think he just cut it out as small as possible and then fold it from there. Um, I mean, it's possible... Hell, he could have done it, but if he wanted, if if all that note was supposed to say was help, if that's the only I feel like thing, you could just go to the Baltimore police, who would probably fuck it up from there. But like, what what do they not believe him? Then all you have to do is say like, oh, I committed a crime, arrest me. Well, I I just even so even if that's made to spell help or look like help to draw attention, there's why do in you my hide head, behind your computer? Yeah, there's just no reason for why, that. Like, you'd already be dead. There's yeah. just no reason. Yeah, no I reason. Don't... So it feels like some sort of code. <clears throat> Yeah, and and that sort of maybe it was made to I spell have taken out help. Cryptology, I, yeah, was a cryptology class I could have taken. So maybe it was made to spell out help. But if it was, it was just to draw attention or just for like like if someone were to go believe, oh maybe it's just a note, maybe it's just a screenplay, and then it's like, well this this spells out help that looks like help. Maybe that's just maybe it's that. Maybe at, it's a coincidence. At what point does he just type out help? Well, no. I what I'm saying is I don't think that's all. It's yeah, to say. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the general purpose of that note is it's just help. Yeah, then, I, I feel like I feel like that's just so. That's counterintuitive. Why would he do that? The guy was way too smart for that. Why? Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. I don't know. So, um, I I really believe that is a coded note. I, yeah, I think there's some code to that note. Allison believes that too. Like when she was talking about, it, she was like, "Look, I, I've looked over this more times than I can fucking count, and you just can't find." the code but i'm sure it's there i'm sure allison is the only person who can unlock it i think it's personal because if ray has no key for it which why would he yeah that means the only person with the key would be the person who knows him best i think allison is the only person that has a chance of breaking through that note and if if someone does who the fuck knows where that's gonna lead yeah oh my god but that's it that's that's the story that's where we're at um as of today Ray Rivera's case is still a cold case, um, and that—that's about it. So, 
as unfortunate as it is to say, that's just one of the uh, it's just one of the stories that you wish you had an answer to, but you don't. Like there are other stories from the series where you can find a definitive answer without the actual proof. This is one where it's just so many fucking questions, and yeah. that's why I chose it. That's why I chose. Yeah, it no, for this is this was good. I topic I, number one. Topic number one. Good, good topic. Do you know what you're gonna do for topic number two? Um, no, I'll just watch another one of the episodes. <laughs> God they're, damn it! They're really predictable. Good, you're getting predictable. No, no, they're really good, and there's like f- there's almost there's just about to be three seasons, so we're fine. Dude, what if what if we we're gonna run out eventually? We do what one a week? I'll find here. I'll find something. Uh, I'll find. I might find something else. Something a little less. Because, like, I mean, not all the Unsolved Mystery ones are going to be winners, you know? Yeah, I'll find something that isn't, maybe that isn't revolved around death. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Um, But, I I mean, that's it. You got any closing thoughts? Uh, no. I don't, I don't, this is such a web of confusion. Yep. If this is some sort of cover job for him being murdered, they did a fucking great job. Yeah. Like, I hate to be like, attaboy, there you go, but, like, holy shit. If someone was hired to make this confusing so no one would ever find out what actually happened, that person needs a fucking raise. Well, you also have to remember that and a, you know, the Baltimore Police death. Department fucking sucks. Yeah. So, and um, may, But did the Baltimore Police Department suck on purpose? You can you can bring that theory up. I think a lot of it might have like been think the superiors just sent their suckiest officers? Maybe. Who knows? And Michael Bear? Michael Bear, the, the, the goat, the goat legend. The fucking... I don't know. I feel like the goat is is Allison. Allison, oh, 100%. She fucking... She championed this fucking entire thing. Like, didn't... Her her and a friend went up to... Her and her dad. Her and her dad went up to the parking garage, and they fucking found the guy. How did they find him before the fucking police? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It was his co-workers that found the hole. His co-workers were out walking, like, let's look up here. And and they looked down, they're like, is that a hole? And, um... Hey, if you want to get double conspiracy, maybe one of those coworkers knew what happened and was just trying to get Ray found. Fuck yeah, because those ones the guys who lawyered up. May, yeah, maybe one of them was like, hey, I know something happened to him. I know something must have happened to him. What if they were the one on the phone? Fuck, man, this is so crazy. What if one of those three was the one that called him, knew he died because of it, or, or at least after eight days was like, yeah, they fucking killed him. So went looking around and was like, that, that's it. Who knows? God damn. Uh, no one will ever truly know what happened until the note is broken through or until Porter or his associates grow some fucking balls, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Frankly, if I'm Porter, I'm telling this on my deathbed. Your high school friend gets fucking murdered for something? Like... Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have pointed fingers at Porter. Like, he did I it. can't blame him. Even, even his brother... suspicious as shit. Well, his brother Angel is like... It, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Why the fuck would you lawyer up so quick and still not say anything? Like, that was your best friend. So it's just, it to them, it's like this had to have yeah, been like, revolving Yeah, like, I get lawyering up. Like, that's always a good good idea. But, like... No, it's not just lawyering up. It's a it's gag order. It's lawyering up and then putting a gag order on all your employees and shit? Like, what are you trying to hide, dude? That, that You know, at that point, you're just hiding shit. So, that's the story. That is I wonder Ray if, Rivera. I wonder if Ray knew about some sort of fraud. And maybe Porter isn't involved in his death at all. He just put the gag order so the fraud wouldn't be investigated. You don't know. You just don't know. So there's like a there's like a billion different ways this could have shaken out. Exactly. God damn. And that is that is the unfortunate part about it. But that's it. That is oh, man. the Ray Rivera case. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that we'll get more answers in the future. Yeah, me too. Um, but God and damn. I think 
I, I almost think you're right. Like Porter, I feel like at some point in his life will probably say something just because that was your best friend. And at what you gotta point, say something. At what point are you like, oh fuck it, you know that was my best friend. So who knows? How do you we'll sleep see. Sleep at night knowing I, like he's dead and you didn't help. Opioids. Um, <laughs> that's it, man. That's the story, and it, it's not super happy. But um, at the end of the day, I I feel Ray died because he was trying to do the right thing. I think that at some point we're going to get answers. And until that day, that's... I will be waiting fucking like with bated breath. That's the Rivera case. What, the day that happens, I don't care if we've stopped this podcast or not. Part three is part dropping. three is dropping. So that's, yeah, that's the story. Um, thank you all for sticking with it. That was our first two parter. Most likely we won't see many two parters. This one is just such a wild yeah, fucking this case. case is wild as shit and um that's it uh i'll try and find something a little more lighthearted for next time um take a take a little break or break or two ski from the the really dark shit also we didn't address at the end of last episode i got cut off i was saying bye and we just hear <laughs> bye and that's it wes and i were laughing our asses off when we first saw that it was so funny and what if, what we just had just, to leave it in what if i just cut you off randomly right here like at any point, because no, I'm 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 wait, right Wes, over the Wes, stop please, button. Please, please don't do it. Don't, no, 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 no.